What's up, guys? This is Kaylee Johnson here with Digital Journey. If you're a person that's wanting to learn social media, maybe that's just for you personally, maybe it's for your business, this is the right place for you. Hi, everyone. I want to welcome Nancy Zare to the show. She is a certified sales trainer, and Nancy is the creator of a likeability system. So she reveals how buyers buy from service-based professionals so that they can turn more of their prospects into clients and get to choose who they work with. Nancy earned her master's and doctorate from Boston College and is a former professor of social work. She's the author of six books, including an Amazon international bestseller. Nancy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, Kaylee, it's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So how about you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into the world of communication and into coaching. It actually started from birth. I have been a psychologist since I was born. I was always interested in human behavior and my family of origin had plenty of human behavior for me to observe. Uh, my parents unfortunately had a very stormy marriage and I wanted to help them. So around the age of 10, I actually sat them down. I had seen something on TV that gave me the inspiration. And uh, I, I, uh, I basically at the end of this conversation was able Able to translate and help my parents communicate with each other better. That's insane. Wow. I know. And I was 10. I agree. But that's the gift that I've had. And I've since gone on to realize that it is a skill that I can teach to others. Hence, that's why I'm excited to share this information with the audience. That's amazing. Wow. So what had you moved from social work to more of the coaching world? I'm really glad you asked that question. You see, the government paid for my graduate studies. They paid for me to learn how to implement mental health services in the workplace, which of course was a great, uh, you know, uh, combination for me. But when I graduated, I discovered you cannot implement a program until it's sold. And hence, I found myself selling. Now, it turns out social work, which is about, you know, listening carefully and identifying client needs and, of course, helping them get those needs resolved. Guess what? Selling is just like social work. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm super excited to hear um, about all of your expertise in this area, and I'm really excited to get this get this going. So being a certified sales trainer, I'm sure you work a lot with communication and teaching other people that. What do you think is one of the top things that's needed to be a good communicator? That's a great question. And I, and you know, the answer that comes immediately to mind is the fact that we have two ears and one mouth and we need to use them in that proportion. And I know people have heard that before, but I, I want to emphasize that listening requires work. Active listening actually raises the body's temperature. You might even sweat a little bit when you're actively listening because you're not just hearing the words somebody's using. You're going beyond the words and you're hearing the message. And in some cases, the message is a, a content and it also is an emotion. So you want to pick up on both parts of the communication, what the person is saying in terms of content, but also the emotional uh, feeling that's coming from that individual. Hence, I'd have to say that learning 
uh, learn, learning. Listening is one of the most underrated skills, but one of the best skills that you can develop uh, to be successful in selling. That's so good. And I think that's definitely something a lot of people think about. They think when you sell to people, you talk and you have to convince them of things that you need to hear what they're needing and what they're wanting and see if that's a, if your program or your product's the right fit for them. So yeah. as you probably know, Digital Journey works a whole lot with social media and it can be a lot more difficult to listen in the social media world versus face to face and in person. What are some tips you have for being a good listener when doing social media? I love that question because the way I listen is with my eyes. Now, of course, that sounds ridiculous, right? We see things with our eyes, we listen with our ears, but when you are on social media, it's mostly the input, it tends to be a lot of written things as well as pictures. Well, there's a lot you can learn by with your eyes, by listening, by looking closely at the the photos that are posted, as well as the content again. Now, I happen to be called the sales whisperer or the LinkedIn whisperer because of the fact that I'm able to uh, teach you the skill of looking at somebody's post and identifying what their personality style or what I call the buying style is through that photo and through the words. And there are actually four uh, styles. M most people are familiar with the fact, uh, birds, animals, disc, uh, Myers-Briggs, Yes. Just to name a few of those systems, sounds like you've, you've had a few, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And most of them require some sort of test, like the, the individual has to fill out a form and then there's an analysis and you find out what your style is. Well, I actually teach my clients and I can teach you very quickly to look at somebody's photo and identify their style. They don't even have to say a word. And again, if you're listening closely, you know what it is that, that that person values in the way that they've just presented themselves through their photo. That's insane. That's so crazy because especially when you get into people doing a lot of headshots and stock things like that, that's really cool that you can do that. It's just, just headshots and things make it more difficult. I'm glad you asked that because as it turns out, I mean, if they're using AI and they've distorted their photo, um, even that is a clue about their style, why they've chosen to use AI. For example, some people will put up cartoony type uh, photos of themselves. You're smiling. I don't, have you ever done that yourself, Kaylee? I've never done it, but I've seen it with multiple people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but think about it. The person who is actually doing that, there's probably a motivation underneath. And remember, I'm a psychologist, hence the motivation underneath is why I can figure out what people's style uh, they are. And so when somebody putting up a cartoon character, one, they might not feel comfortable being seen as they are. And that is very typical of a particular style who is a bit shy and, and feeling uh, unsure about their social presence. Or the other reason somebody puts up a cartoon picture is to get attention. They want you to take notice because it's different. It stands out. It's not the norm. Uh, so, for, so you're dealing with one of those two types of personalities. That's, that's so cool. That's very, very awesome that you've been able to figure that out and dive into that. And that helps get a lot of the guesswork out of the way when talking to people about sales. So it gives exactly. you a leg up there. 
Exactly. When you can um, walk into a conversation with someone new, like Kaylee and I, this is actually our first time talking to each other. And when you have a sense of what this person is like, then you know what to say or do to begin that conversation. Um, maybe even the words to use that will connect quickly and authentically with them, because each of these styles has a set of values that they prefer over others. And so, for example, Kaylee, your values are your heart-centered, you're mission-driven, you're passionate about helping people. And knowing this, walking in, gives me a sense of what I might say or do that will help us bond. That's so awesome. And that's where part of your psychology aspect comes in, which is mm -hmm. so amazing that throughout your whole journey, all of that's culminated together now to put you in this incredible incredible position. That's awesome. I really want to emphasize the fact that it is a skill because I and many others teach you how to read these, uh, how to read personality style so that you get that competitive edge. I'm sure. I mean, that sounds really, really valuable just so that person, one thing we focus a lot at, about at Digital Journey is authenticity. And yes. when you're selling a product, we want to sell it because we care about that person and we think it's best for them not just because we want to make a profit. So being able to enter into a conversation with someone knowing I care for you as a person is huge. That's so big. Yeah. And again, because your style, this is a big value that definitely resonates with you. But I want to share with you and share with the audience that not everybody is wired the same way. And so while that is your primary value, and, and it actually is mine, too, I share that with you. Um, not everybody is approaching the sales conversation with the same motive or the same Absolutely. value. Some people, it's efficiency. I, you mm -hmm. know what I have in mind, I need a service, I need this product, let's get it done, let's get, let's go. And, and then maybe we can chit chat and get to know each other. Um, other people, it's like, I'm the tire kicker, I've got to get more information, I need to get the data, I need to get the statistics, I need to see the big picture before I could go forward and so forth. So there are different values when people are in a sales conversation. Absolutely. That's very, very true. And that's Good to be able to recognize those things that helps just in general make everything like even more efficient, even more detailed and helps meet all those styles. So yeah. that's... And the digital journey is a hard one because of the fact that we're lacking real time communication. Right? Yes. We're relying upon yes. an exchange of a communication, but there's a time delay. So I put in a message and then I don't know when you read it or if you even read it or how well you read it or did you even understand what I said? And and then you send me back a message. And again, there's a time delay and I go through the same, you know, uh, process. As a result, it's so easy for us to misunderstand and yes. miscommunicate rather than build an authentic relationship that can result in doing business together. And even the fact of taking out body language and being able to read mm. facial expressions and people communicate differently with different words. So whereas I might read something I send you as positive, you might take it as something negative. And that's also working on that whole communication aspect and figuring out who that, what that person's type of personality is and how might they take that because of that. You're so on target, uh, Kaylee, with that, those remarks. And, and I know other people are thinking the same thing, you know, about 
there are different styles. I do have a different dictionary for the words that I'm using or that the prospect is using. And as a result, it's so easy to get off track and not communicate successfully. In fact, we need to applaud ourselves when it works. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. That's one of the reasons I a lot of time encourage people just hop on a Zoom call or some kind of video chat because even though it can seem like it's taking more time out of your day, it's really not. Because instead of sitting down and crafting out messages and figuring out is this being understood and then waiting for a reply, you can accomplish so much more on a video than you can when trying to communicate sales to someone through messaging. And then you also and have that being able to see the person and see, mm -hmm. you can see the wheels turning in their head more and you can tell, oh, they didn't quite understand what I said there. Let me rephrase that. You're, that's so true. And, you know, the fact that somebody then looks up, pauses, is trying to find the right word is so different than the fact that they deleted something, rewrote it and eventually hit send. You have Very no true. clue about what was going in their minds. And so all we have to do, of course, is to see the message. So you're right, uh, Kaylee, we need to get people on real time conversations, whether on the phone or you know, face to face, because this makes a huge difference in our ability to um, communicate effectively. Absolutely. What are some what are some specific do's or don'ts you have when messaging someone to try to make sure communication is clear that way? Do you have some things you're like, absolutely never do this or phrasing things this way is better? I'm there are three principles that set me apart from other people who might help with sales communication. The first principle is to always ask for permission. And so even when somebody sends, uh, somebody has looked at my post and I noticed it or they commented or whatever, I will then message them. I'm using digital messaging, right? I message them, but I ask for uh, permission. It, it, would it be okay if we connected? And so I, I'd recommend asking for permission. So before you do anything, and you know, we need to ask for permission throughout our communication with people. And once we get it, hallelujah, you can rest assured that you are not annoying or bothering them, that you are yes. not kind of that. And my clients are always worried that they don't want to be pushy, aggressive and sales. Right. That so makes yeah, makes sense. And so I'll just briefly say the other two uh, principles, because I'm sure the audience is saying, what? Wait, there were, yes, you said three yes, and you only gave one. We want to know. <laughs> I know. So the other two are um, do not speak with a script. Do not text with scripts. Let your natural, authentic self come forward, because when something sounds like it's been memorized, it comes across as salesy. And the last thing, and, and by the way, now it comes across as AI, like, okay, so yeah. you have a robot who is automating your messaging and that doesn't work either. And the last uh, principle is to adjust what you say to match the prospect's buying style, their personality. And, uh, you know, when you, again, speak the values that we talked about of the other person, they're going to relax and feel like you get me. We're alike. Hence, that's why I call it a likeability system. Um, we're going to feel alike and now we can do business together. That makes so much sense. And that takes a lot of the pressure off sales. And yeah. I love what you said about it gives you permission to have that conversation because we can be so timid in the social media world of, oh, I want to reach out to them because I think my product might help them but I don't want it to be seen as pushy or rude. And so just asking that 
question and saying, you know, is it all right if we connect or is it all right if I share with you this? Um, or something I like to do is if I have a question, even, is it okay if I ask you a question? You know, because oh, then at I that point, it. they want the question. And yeah. they're not like, oh my goodness, this person's annoying me so much. So yeah. I think that's very key and very important when messaging people through yeah. social media. And I think too many of us have experienced, we've been on the receiving end of getting what's called that pitch slap, yes. where we've accepted a connection, or maybe we haven't even accepted a connection, because I get stuff in my inbox you know, from people who immediately are sell, 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 you know, you need a website, you need whatever, you know, because I'm in business, I need these things. Well, I, I, I may be very happy with what I already have, or, you know, I have found a workaround. I don't know, but don't assume I need something and then want to sell me. Oh, and then the excuse comes back. Well, I was just educating you. Oh, I hate that. It's so annoying. It's like, it well, um, I didn't, I didn't ask for you to educate me. Um, I wanted to connect, but I didn't ask for you to, to, uh, be that pushy. I know. And especially people who sell healthcare products. And I, by the way, I'm into natural healthcare products, et cetera, but they always assume, oh, but you've got to have my potion or lotion because you've got skin, you, you breathe, you've got <laughs> digestion. I mean, you know, et cetera. <laughs> Well, this has been so valuable and I really appreciate it. Where can where can my mm -hmm. listeners find you at if they're wanting to know more and get in contact with you about how to make personal connection sales over over platforms? Well, my favorite platform is LinkedIn. So okay. you can find me at LinkedIn, you know, Nancy Zare, just the full word Nancy Zare. Uh, you, I also have Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube. So, you know, it's all that. Or nancyzare.com is my website. So if you spell Zare, it rhymes with care, um, then you'll be able to find me easily. Perfect. And we'll have all that linked below in the description. So if y'all want to go on there and check out what Nancy has. She has a lot of valuable insight to share. And Nancy, we're so, so glad you came on here. Thank you for spending your time here with us and sharing some of your wisdom. It's really appreciated. Oh, my honor and privilege and to your sales success. Thank you. Thank you.